Leviticus 9, 8 through Leviticus 10. So Aaron came near to the altar, and slaughtered the calf of the sin offering which was for himself. Aaron's sons then presented the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and put some on the horns of the altar, and poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. The fat and the kidneys and the lobe of the liver of the sin offering he then offered up in smoke on the altar, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The flesh and the hide, however, he burned with fire outside the camp. Then he slaughtered the burnt offering, and Aaron's sons brought the blood to him, and he sprinkled it around on the altar. They brought the burnt offering to him in pieces, with the head, and he offered them up in smoke on the altar. He also washed the entrails and the legs, and offered them up in smoke with the burnt offering on the altar. Then he presented the people's offering, and took the goat of the sin offering which was for the people, and slaughtered it and offered it for sin like the first. He also presented the burnt offering, and he offered it according to the ordinance. Next he presented the grain offering, and filled his hand with some of it, and offered it up in smoke on the altar, besides the burnt offering of the morning. Then he slaughtered the ox and the ram, the sacrifice of peace offerings which was for the people. And Aaron's sons brought the blood to him, and he sprinkled it around on the altar. As for the portions of the fat from the ox and from the ram, the fat tail, the fat covering, the kidneys, and the lobe of the liver, they now placed the portions of the fat on the breasts, and he offered them up in smoke on the altar. But the breasts and the right thigh Aaron presented as a wave offering before the Lord, just as Moses had commanded. Then Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them. And he stepped down after making the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings. And Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting. When they came out, they blessed the people. The glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Then the fire went out from the Lord, and consumed the burnt offering and the portions of the fat on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell face downward. Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took their respective firepans, and after putting fire in them, placed incense on the fire and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And fire came out from the presence of the Lord, and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, It is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me I will be treated as holy, and before all people I will be honored. So Aaron, therefore, kept silent. Moses called also to Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Aaron's uncle Uzziel, and said to them, Come forward, and carry your relatives away from the front of the sanctuary to an area outside of the camp. So they came forward and carried them, still in their tunics, to an area outside the camp, just as Moses had said. Then Moses said to Aaron, and to his sons Eleazar and Ithamar, 
Do not uncover your heads, nor tear your clothes, so that you do not die, and he does not become wrathful against all the congregation. But your kinsmen, the entire house of Israel, shall weep for the burning which the Lord has brought about. You shall not even go from the doorway of the tent of meeting, or you will die, for the Lord's anointing oil is upon you. So they did according to the word of Moses. The Lord then spoke to Aaron, saying, Do not drink wine or strong drink, neither you nor your sons with you, when you come into the tent of meeting, so that you do not die. It is a permanent statute throughout your generations, and to make a distinction between the holy and the profane, and between the unclean and the clean, and so as to teach the sons of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them through Moses. Then Moses spoke to Aaron and to his surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar. Take the grain offering that is left over from the Lord's offerings by fire, and eat it as unleavened bread beside the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it in a holy place, because it is your allotted portion and your son's allotted portion from the Lord's offerings by fire, for so I have been commanded. The breast of the wave offering, however, and the thigh of the offering you may eat in a clean place, you and your sons, and your daughters with you for they have been given as your allotted portion and your son's allotted portion from the sacrifices of the peace offerings of the sons of Israel. They shall bring the thigh offered by lifting up and the breast offered by waving, along with the offerings by fire of the portions of fat, to present as a wave offering before the Lord. So it shall be a thing perpetually due you and your sons with you, just as the Lord has commanded. But Moses searched carefully for the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it had been burned. So he was angry with Aaron's surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, saying, Why did you not eat the sin offering at the holy place? For it is most holy, and he gave it to you to take away the guilt of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, since its blood had not been brought inside into the sanctuary, you certainly should have eaten it in the sanctuary, just as I had commanded. But Aaron said to Moses, Behold, this very day they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. When things like these happened to me, if I had eaten a sin offering today, would it have been good in the sight of the Lord? When Moses heard that, it was good in his sight. Luke 6 Now it happened that Jesus was passing through some grain fields on a Sabbath, and his disciples were picking the heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands, and eating them. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus, answering them, said, Have you not even read what David did when he was hungry? he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and took and ate the consecrated bread, which is not lawful for anyone to eat except the priests alone, and gave it to his companions. And he was saying to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught, 
and a man was there whose right hand was withered. Now the scribes and the Pharisees were watching him closely to see if he healed on the Sabbath, so that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew what they were thinking, and he said to the man with the withered hand, Get up and come forward. And he got up and came forward. And Jesus said to them, I ask you whether it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do harm, to save a life or to destroy it. And after looking around at them all, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they themselves were filled with senseless rage, and began discussing together what they might do to Jesus. Now it was at this time that he went off to a mountain to pray, and he spent the whole night in prayer with God. And when day came, he called his disciples to him, and chose twelve of them, whom he also named as apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, and his brother Andrew, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And then Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place, and there was a large crowd of his disciples, and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem, and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled by unclean spirits were being cured, and all the people were trying to touch him, because power was coming from him and healing them all. And he raised his eyes toward his disciples, and began saying, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, and insult you, and scorn your name as evil, on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice on that day, and jump for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven, for their fathers used to treat the prophets the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you are receiving your comfort in full. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all the people speak well of you, for their fathers used to treat the false prophets the same way. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who are abusive to you. Whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also. And whoever takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic from him either. Give to everyone who asks of you. And whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat people the same way you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? 
for even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and evil people, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. And do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For by your standard of measure it will be measured to you in return. Now he also spoke a parable to them. A person who is blind cannot guide another who is blind. Can he? Will they not both fall into a pit? A student is not above the teacher, but everyone, when he has been fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take that speck that is in your eye? When you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye, you hypocrite, first take the law out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. For there is no good tree that bears bad fruit, nor, on the other hand, a bad tree that bears good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit, for people do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they pick grapes from a briar bush. The good person, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth what is good. And the evil person, out of the evil treasure, brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Everyone who comes to me and hears my word and acts on them I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house, who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock. And when there was a flood, the river burst against that house, and yet it could not shake it, because it had been well built. But the one who has heard and has not acted accordingly is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. And the river burst against it, and it immediately collapsed, and the ruin of that house was great. Romans 16 I recommend you to our sister Phoebe, who is a servant of the church which is at Centria, that you receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints, and that you help her in whatever matter she may have need of you. For she herself has also been a helper of many, and of myself as well. Greet Prisca and Achilla, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life, to whom not only do I give thanks, but also the churches of the Gentiles. Also, greet the church that is in their house. 
Greet Apenitus, my beloved, who is the first convert to Christ from Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my kinsfolk, and my fellow prisoners, who are outstanding in the view of the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. Greet Ampliatus, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and Stachus, my beloved. Greet Apelles, the approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my kinsman. Greet those of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, workers in the Lord. Greet Persis, the beloved, who has worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, a choice man in the Lord, also his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters with them. Greet Philologus and Julia, and Nereus and his sister, Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teaching which you learned, and turn away from them. For such people are slaves, not of our Lord Christ, but of their own appetites, and by their smooth and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. For the report of your obedience has reached everyone. Therefore I am rejoicing over you, but I want you to be wise in what is good, and innocent in what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you. And so do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my kinsman. I, Tertius, who have written this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, host to me, and to the whole church, greets you. Aristus, the city treasurer, greets you. And Quartus, the brother. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel, and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which has been kept secret for long ages past, but now has been disclosed, and through the scriptures of the prophets, in accordance with the commandment of the eternal God, has been made known to all the nations, leading to obedience in faith, to the only wise God. Through Jesus Christ be the glory forever. Amen. Proverbs 18, 8 through 16. The words of a gossiper are like dainty morsels, and they go down into the innermost parts of the body. He also who is lax in his works is a brother to him who destroys. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. A rich person's wealth is his strong city, and like a high wall in his own imagination. Before destruction, the heart of a person is haughty. 
but humility goes before honor. One who gives an answer before he hears, it is foolishness and shame to him. The spirit of a person can endure his sickness, but as for a broken spirit, who can endure it? The mind of the discerning acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A person's gift makes room for him, and brings him before great people. Psalm 37, 30 through 40. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked spies upon the righteous, and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord, and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are eliminated, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, violent person, spreading himself like a luxuriant tree in its native soil. Then he passed away, and behold, he was no more. I searched for him, but he could not be found. Observe the blameless person, and look at the upright. For the person of peace will have a future, but wrongdoers will altogether be destroyed. The future of the wicked will be eliminated, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them, because they take refuge in him.